0: 925 star Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our Healthy Living Coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. The party starts now.
1: Well, only one of our healthy hosts is actually healthy today. <laughs> you are listening to Star Style, Be The Star You Are. We welcome you, our power partners, to our informational playground. We're brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm the healthy part of the host. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And, and I'm Heather Brittany. And Heather Brittany suffering just a little bit, but she's going to tell us why. And in a moment, we are coming to you live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where we hope that you will enjoy some meaningful conversation, as well as stimulate that, that brain and your soul and your spirit. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. You can visit us at bethestaryouare.org and it is by Charles Evans Hughes. Man has to live with himself and he should see to it that he always has good company. And I'm going to change it to woman has to live with herself and she should (laughs) see to it that she always has good company because I personally like being alone a lot and I think I'm very good company. So in our show today, uh, we are going to be talking about how to get over some of that rush, rush uh, times that we have in our lives. And our lives are so hectic. So we're going to do a little bit of mindful, um, mindful meetings, I would say, that will help you have less chaos and be happier. So just a few tips on that. We're also going to go into the garden, of course, to rekindle our passion and arouse our senses and keep us in shape, which is important. And in health matters, Heather's going to talk about the carcinomas that can develop and our skin cancers and because skin is our largest organ and how to keep our skin soft and smooth and healthy but first of all we're going to find out why Heather is not so healthy today Mm -hmm. and that's because she has spent a fabulous weekend at Probably something that's going down in history is a con- from the concert in the desert. So, Heather, if you can squawk through this, tell us what how it was. Uh,
2: yeah. So, as all fun and good things, and I apologize, I'm a little bit nasally today. I had the wonderful experience. Excuse me. This past weekend of participating in Desert Trip, which was the first annual, and I believe it's going to be something that happens every single year. It's going to be two uh, two weekends, but each weekend's exact same. Very similar to Coachella. It's held at the same place as Coachella on the Coachella uh, Polo Fields. It's called Desert Trip, in which some people are. Uh, coining as old cella because it's old <laughs> right. rock and roll bands, and um, so the it was a three day event. Friday night um, it was Bob Dylan, the Rolling Stones. Saturday it was uh, uh, Neil Young and Paul McCartney, and Sunday it was the Who and Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. And it was a that's Picasso just an amazing lineup. So many people. The music was amazing. I definitely have uh, favorites. Um, But uh, something was that the first weekend sold out, and it was so successful that um, they offered a second weekend now, the exact same lineup. It's going to be this uh, coming weekend. And I believe that one sold out too. And because it was so successful and it's on that same thing, Um, As people know, there is a country Coachella at the same place. There's the Coachella, which is sort of the new music. And because it was so profitable, um, I believe it's going to be something that now is every year at the same time. Different lineups. uh, People have been kind of putting in their their, uh, hopes of who next year could be. But I think it could be, you know, people like Fleetwood Mac, uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen, all that kind of era, that kind of, you know, 60s, 70s. Uh, leading on, the amazing thing is. is well, it'll
1: probably, you know, what may happen, Heather. Now is and uh, now that it's launched, um, I bet you that bands from the different eras are going to be just packing it, you know, wanting to be there. So it's going to be probably uh, very exciting. Oh, one hundred percent. And actually, the the.
2: Um and the promote The founders of it, they had hand selected who they want. the person who came up with this i guess had been tooling with this idea for a while and said that if they could pick their six people who could it, who would it be, and those were the six that they wanted to kick it off with and I think, yeah, I think bands will will definitely uh, there's been rumors that you know each band was paid a million dollars or something you know for basically a um, two and a half hour set. Um, and each day, you know, kind of had its own sort of theme with it, sort of rocky, sort of bluesy, sort of psychedelic. I feel Sunday was the psychedelic Sunday. It, it ended with uh, Roger Waters um, from uh, Pink Floyd. And uh, I would say it was, I, I really enjoyed um, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. It was a kind of a darker, um, kind of a darker set. You know, the music, if you do know Pink Floyd, it is sort of one of those, tune in and tune out kind of thing it's just very there's a lot of melodic kind of do it's a good way to end on a sunday um but uh saturday night uh, the closing thing was paul
1: mccartney and that is just nothing but energy so i think they they very was he fabulous lovely. he's the only person in that lineup that i've never seen so yeah. um paul mccartney i was just pardon me Paul I've McCartney never seen so, live Paul McCartney. I've seen everybody else live, but I never I seen Paul McCartney. Alicia how how was he? He was fantastic, and I have to say, like
2: one, you know, you look at all these these rockers, these people that are in their sixties, seventies, and um, Paul McCartney. You know, of course, the, the the Beatles fame, but he he was a phenomenal performer. So good, you know, he he played guitar, he was a piano, he sang all tons of hits that you love, but he looks fantastic, and the energy, you know, you just thought, wow, this, someone that you could tell is definitely taking good care of themselves. On the flip side, I will say the opening thing was Bob Dylan, and uh, Bob Dylan, what an iconic person to see, (laughs) but I will say, um... The Bob Dylan of Last Friday Night is definitely not the Bob Dylan of uh, the 60s. It's that, you know, the, one of the first That we knew. In, in yeah, that music. everybody
1: wanted to be a Bob Dylan when he first came out. Right.
2: Oh, my goodness. And there was a really cool art exhibit there that showed, that had these phenomenal pictures, pictures. Um, Taken from over the years, and then you look back and you just see God how young these people look. And um, but Bob Dylan, I would say, was the only person. Um, though he played, uh, he was at the piano, and I will say as and and we can contribute to him as for he's written some amazing songs in his life, and he will always be an amazing artist. But at this stage in his life, I don't know if he is experiencing things. But most of the words were um, pretty. Unaudible. <laughs> you, right, you, I was going to uh, say. You know, really
3: he
1: always he was, was a mumbler. Always. Yeah. I mean, even in his younger and, uh, days. But I can only yeah. imagine because I uh, I haven't seen him recently. I can only imagine that his his you know his uh, the way he would word things now would be kind of like, "Hey, Mister Tambourine Man." <laughs> you know, <laughs> he probably yeah, would I mean, just mumble
2: he, and bumble. Like, hey, she, you know. uh, yeah, Yeah. 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 And we so I mean we still had a great time, but we we laughed a lot during this set. It was just like and some of the things you thought like I don't know if he knows the words.
1: Um but I mean but you gotta give it to someone, you know, and and no matter what. So wait a minute, tell me again. So Friday night was Bob Dylan and who else was with Bob Dylan? And the Rolling Stones were Rolling Stones. Okay. So um I've seen the Rolling Stones it's three or four times and I'm always shocked at how wild and crazy Mick Jagger is and he's I don't know how old he is now 72 or something um was he just wild all over the place yeah they were great I mean again there's things
2: it's kind of uh, funny too you know there's that there's that big thing that you'll hear from a lot of very uh, successful famous artists um, that always say you never want to open for the Rolling Stones. That it, it, it sounds like such a get. A, it sounds like wow, I'm going on tour with the Rolling Stones, but it's not that great. And at this one, there really was no the way it was supposed to be. Is there wasn't supposed to be openers that everyone had the same amount of stage, the same amount of time. Um, but in essence, it was like opening for the Rolling Stones. So going from Bob Dylan, the Rolling Stones, it was just this wild and crazy. And, uh, you know, they were they were just amazing to you that you just think, wow, at this age, they're just still rocking. And I think what's kind of amazing about uh, this music is to say that hopefully this uh, concert thing goes on for years and years. Eventually, there won't be too many people from those, those years. And so saying, you know, 30 years from now that now they're picking bands from the 80s and the 90s and maybe even the 2000s that, um, you know, in that rock and in that kind of era, and oh, it, it, it's interesting. Yeah, isn't think.
1: that an interesting? It's an interesting thought. So, on the second night, did Paul McCartney go first, or did the Who, or how did it go? Uh, no, the second
2: night, the second night was Neil Young and Paul McCartney, and Neil Young was a fantastic. I just, I think, you know, he's uh, just such yeah. a person that's mm-hmm. very loud and and proud about you know standing up for people's rights and views and. And he's very much an artist. Artist that he's always stood up for artist rights and writers' rights, and and um, he was just you know and very folky, and and saw and uh, there was all these cheapies up there. You know, he was basically putting the the message about uh, uh, Earth, and that was kind of the funny thing. I laughed at the at the merch tents. Um, in his hippie way, you know, uh, Neil Young, you know, people's shirts say, you know, Paul McCartney, the Rolling
1: Stones. His shirt just said Earth. <laughs> and that I always thought that was so, well, so cool. Well, but that's always been um, him, you and know. And one of my funny. favorite groups of the past was um, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I just thought they were so phenomenal together. And yeah. interestingly enough, they were, you know, they were really great on their own as well as individuals. So yeah,
2: what a, you know, what a
1: great totally lineup. Played.
2: With Crosby, you know, Mama's, I could, there's so many, so there, there's, I think what's amazing to think is that the bands, and really, you know, music really kind of really took off Uh, the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, before then it was just a lot of, do, 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 do. it was just really lyrics, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of singing, it was, you know, the bluesy, very soulful, um, and rock, you know, that kind of really started kicking off with, you know, the 50s and the 60s and then Woodstock, and it's amazing to think that some of these people that, uh you went to concerts now, that 30, 40 years later are still selling out, not even in arenas, I'm not sure what the capacity is, if it was like 100 or 200,000 people um, can fit in there, but to think that, you still have such a draw that later in your life, that your music is still that thing. relevant. Uh, and
1: I just yeah, think that yeah, it's that's really interesting cool that the music of my generation is so interesting to your generation. You know, oh. um, and, I, and that's anyway, why I, I think with the boomers and the. To the millennials, it's transcended, so it's yeah. always and been, you know, you, it's been good, I, you know, that's what's very exciting about it. So, I'm really glad that it was such a, a great experience. Did it start in the evenings? What time did you have to be there?
2: Well, you know, the thing with it, and I will say, when it comes to concerts, and I've talked about it before. Of all the, for me personally, I, I mean, the biggest thrill, and, and it's harder to come by nowadays, is seeing, you know, artists you really, really love, whether they're big or small, in a smaller venue when you can, you know, be up and personal, and we're talking about a giant polo field, but we had pretty good seats, and we were actually, um, with it being the first uh, year, and you don't go until the, even, it, Gates open at two, the first band doesn't even play until almost seven, until about Six thirty, um, and some nights, you know, the thing said 16, 15, They usually didn't come on until about six fifty, <laughs> and in true rock and roll style. Um, but um, I will say, my, my favorite thing is Outside Lands, uh, this music festival that has all kinds of generations, and it has so much going on there. There's there's so many activities and different little places and food and venues. There, there's just that's nothing. the one in San Francisco, right? That's the one in San Outland, Francisco, Out- and. Um, yeah, I will. The, Golden this Gate Park. The current desert trip, yeah, this current desert trip had some little elements. It was definitely trying to cater to a different audience that they had packages you could buy. And, of course, you know, nothing's cheaper on there. You know, for $300, you get this thing where you've got to eat out on this thing. But they had better food this time. They had a couple more stuff going on. But you kind of realize up to the first day you don't need to get there when gates open um, at 2 because they're, you're just kind of be chilling unless you want to work on your
1: suntan I mean there really isn't that much going on there in the day for you so um, working on your suntan I mean can you sit on the grass or something or put a blanket out or you're in a chair
2: oh no no there you're definitely yeah so with the setup there that for us we actually had they it's such such a huge thing that they have this whole area before that's way 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 in the back um, that's just grass and then there's another section that's sort of midway Um, that's grass, and then there's another section after that that's um, sort of lawn chairs, and then there's another section after that that's seated chairs, and then there's another thing way up front that's um, like the pit that's the standing, and those are the most expensive ones. And then on the sides, they built a whole um, uh, grandstand on both sides of the thing. So as I'm saying, I'm not sure what the capacity is, but I know it was over hundred thousand um, I think it may have been, been two hundred or three hundred thousand kids. And we had pretty we good how, how much were tickets?
1: We're how uh, much were so tickets I mean like if you wanted anywhere. to buy the
2: cheap seat. Tickets, the cheap things, um, and you could also get day pass ones, too, uh, but the cheap ones for a three-day pass, for way, for just general admission, I think it was almost $400. Um, and now my my wow. little secret now that uh, I wish, you know, like all things in life, you do it once, you learn it, and uh, then you know the secrets for next time. Uh, we started realizing this the last two festivals that we've gone to that we've bought things in advance, and uh, take, and the things sell out. And it usually at first when things sell out, people go crazy because they want to go to it, so they go to StubHub, and people put their tickets on for twice the price. And there's that instant kind of craze of, I want to go to this, so people will pay a lot of money. But as it gets closer to the event, there's all these tickets that people have bought or for whatever reason it comes up, and they're not able to sell it. And as it gets closer, more and more of these start coming up, and you see prices, people who own the tickets are getting desperate, so they start selling it for less and less. So we purchased the tickets um, that it cost us, uh, I think, $900, uh, or was it? Seven hundred. I forget how much it was, but it was expensive. It was almost a thousand dollars a ticket, and that wasn't for the. We wanted to get the VIP. We ended up actually the whole weekend being in VIP because the security wasn't that lax, and our tickets were right next to us. We just walked right in, um, so we still got that experience. But we met people that were in VIP that VIP was were going for sixteen hundred originally, and we met people wow. that bought them the day of or the day before on StubHub for about three hundred. dollars so we well, were just, oh, my God. So for future things, I'd say that now we're kind of going to go on this thing that we're just going to wait till it gets. The big thing is get book your hotels in advance and
1: then buy your tickets close to last minute because it seems well, that they're available point. and people are desperate to sell their tickets. So that's my biggest well. It sounds like it was it. a really, it was a fun experience, and you amazing. saw all these these groups that uh, I saw when I was your age, <laughs> you know. And so yeah. it's kind of it's interesting um, that it's come back again. It's just like history repeating itself, except for the differences. Is that when the tickets were something like fifteen dollars? I think maybe oh thirty dollars was I, really expensive. I went a
2: Rolling poster. <laughs> Um, huh. We have all these things, you know. We're gonna get. I have a poster from, it and it's a. I I bought it for ten bucks, like ten years ago. It was just. It's a reprint, um, but it has all these, you know. It's for some show, and it says like ticket price, like
1: ten dollars, you know. I'm right. sure back then it was like, oh, 10 bucks. When are you gonna get ten bucks? You know. Well, I still have. I mean, I gave him, you know, as a gift to your dad. Your dad was gonna frame him, but I don't think he ever did. I still have like my the small little. Um, I don't know what they're called. I have some posters, but I also have like, I guess they're like playbills that they used to hand out in the, you know, for these concerts when you would go to them. And I have them from Avalon Ballroom and the Fillmore and, you know, (laughs) um, all these all these great. Uh, places where we used to go and go to all these concerts. And I still have all the, you know, the three-day concerts that I went to in Rotterdam and all that. But, yes, they were very cheap. It was 10 I think if you paid $25, that was, like, really the VIP, you know? So things yeah. have changed. But yeah, it sounds changed, great. And you know, the, the, what the I think we should do of, is of we need to talk about um, – we need to talk about your the skin now. Oh, yeah, I'll make it
2: real quick. So speaking of skin, I made sure to put sunscreen on every day for that because out there the temperatures were really hot. And you actually kind of notice that with a lot of these rockers out there, who who has and who hasn't um, been taking care of your skin. And you probably don't realize um, that your skin every day is sort of reinventing itself. As come Monday, I looked in the mirror, and I looked like I had been at a three-day concert, by the way, my skin looks so haggard, the lack of sleep, you know, the things I was being exposed to, the sun, the alcohol, being around, smoke, all those kinds of things, we wear the weekend on our face. And just as when we visited the spa, we looked so rejuvenated, I did not. But that's the thing, when we go to sleep, that's our skins re- regenerate. We get that. And you see that with people of, that, of taking care of them over time, these little uh, helpful things we do when we're younger or these hurtful things that sort of uh, with the rock generation of we're going to live forever, our skin is that same thing, that we need to view it and take really good care of it. Our outer layer of skin regenerates skin every single month, and your body is actually the biggest organ in your skin. Um, it's you know, covers every single part of your body. And it's so, and you'll see, you know, when you get little burns or little cuts, your body regenerates the skin. And unfortunately, when you get little burns and cuts, it isn't a clean layer. That's why we get Scars. And you can minimize scars, of course, by when an accident happens that you do preventative uh, things. You know, you put on neosporin, you bandage it, you cover it to minimize the scarring. It's when we don't take care of things that our skin kind of doesn't heal so correctly. So first off thing, wrinkles. And wrinkles offer a lot of health clues. As they said, they know they can show us um, when we've been sleeping, when we haven't, if smoking, sun damage, all those kinds of things. And, and something we probably don't think about is those deep creases. And you might actually have a higher risk of developing bone death, excuse me, Bone density uh, issues post menopausal. And uh, what that means is that the same collagen in our body that helps build bones is the same collagen in our body that helps build. Skin. The elasticity of our skin goes co in hand with the strengthening of our bones. And a lot of times and you see, you know, things that we just don't think about those things that on the outside, on the inside. And a lot of times our body is giving us little clues, little spots. If we you know spots on our skin don't necessarily have to be reactions to the sun um, or something we ate or in the way of something we ate of bad things. Sugar breaks down collagen uh, production. Um, so do high fatty foods, high fatty fats in foods. Think about when you're really, really full and your stomach after Thanksgiving and it's taking a long time to digest because you ate a little too much. I always like to compare it to sort of like a... Um, a garbage disposal. When you shove the garbage disposal full with a lot of things, it gets clogged, it takes a long time or or just a drain, a long time to drain out. But if you put little things in at a time, it's gonna go nice and smooth. So same thing goes with the inside of your body. When you eat a lot of high fatty foods and sugars, the um, it acts it reactivates into your body that it will pump up your oil glands. That's why they they talk about oily foods and chocolates don't necessarily cause you to break up break out, it just affects the production of oil and other productions in your skin. Um, and when it comes back, again, to wrinkles, wrinkles can be a signal that your body isn't making enough of the pro, uh, protein elastin, which, again, is that collagen and elastin, which helps both keep your skin and the blood vessels supple. And then if you don't get enough of it, you can have little bro, uh, broken blood vessels. And the big thing always is shed eye that They've showed so many things, and I know you were just uh, reading an article about the link with Alzheimer and plaque in the brain. Um, sleep is that thing, and I'm someone I know I need to get more sleep in. And uh, being sick, actually, today, I slept in, and as much as I felt, oh, I felt a little better that I slept in, and, and your skin kind of wakes up a little bit more refreshed. Um, but there are some things that you're when you don't get enough uh, shut-eye, because when you sleep, your body regenerates. Cells. So when you don't get enough sleep, your body hasn't made enough of those cells, and then so it's kind of takes on the day. It's sort of like not fully washing off all your makeup. You need those nightly little repairs and putting on too. Sometimes we see lotions that say for nighttime only, or they're really rich. Really, only use those creams that are meant for nighttime at nighttime. For a couple of reasons, one that they tend to be richer in oils or things that, for um, amazing reasons, tend not to break you out at night, um, but will in the day. Because in the day you're exposed, you're moving around, you're sweating, you're exposed to different lights and elements, and especially sun sun with those heavier creams, it's not going to work as well with, with your SPF and it's going to expose you more to the sunlight versus making more deep wrinkles in your skin. at nighttime, And you know, contains- you're, when
1: you're talking about the creams, it really is important for everybody, both men and women, to uh, maintain and wash their skin and to apply some night creams, whether it be something with collagen or something with alpha hydroxy in it. Uh, only because what you're saying is at night we regenerate at night our bodies are really working to repair themselves and they don't do that during the day and I think that's something that all of us need to know is that that's why sleep's so important everything in our body is repairing itself
2: 100% and that's and that goes with all things even with brain function how You know, our cognitive sense, when we haven't gotten enough sleep, that's why we make more mistakes on airs, we're at risk with driving, just little things, you know, and you find yourself, gosh, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't get enough sleep. When we don't get enough sleep, our body is going on overdrive of trying to do all these things, but it's also still in that it knows I need to get sleep, so it's, it's running on very little fuel. So the big thing, too, is that just getting a lot of sleep and being cautious, you know, again, what you're putting into your body that's going to help your skin. You see so many things that say, oh, you know, this is – good for smooth skin. This helps with wrinkles. Little daily things, for example, caffeine. We've heard uh, always there's studies saying that caffeine's good and bad. Four cups will kill you. Four cups will prevent cough from cancer. The studies and the things are always out. But the main thing is what you put into your coffee, what you put on your salads. A lot of things that are in essence healthy as Americans or just as humans, we sort of ruin them. For example, coffee, um, Um, Whether how you take it of if it's good or bad for you, there's been many studies showing um, that coffee can help you and that you even see in creams that it has caffeine, that it's good. It stimulates the skin. And they say having four or more cups of coffee a day has um, been associated with 20% risk, uh, 20% lower risk of melanoma, which is a cancer thing of the skin. And a lot of times what happens, though, that's just for four cups of black coffee. I can't take mine completely black. I like to put a little bit of steamed milk in it. Um, Things that it's not going to help you is having blended coffees, putting whole coffees, creamers, sugars. When you really turn your drink into a luxury, into a dessert, you're taking away and you're adding things that can affect your waistline, your heart, all that kind of stuff. So uh, coffee, try to have it as black as possible, and maybe even adding a little iced coffee to it to cool your skin as well. Um, Something that when it comes to fruits and vegetables – Citrus, citrus is great, but lots of citrus in your body can actually affect the way the sun hits you and UV rays. Rays. If you are exposed to a lot of uh, citrus, it actually makes you more susceptible to UV rays. And that goes too if you have alcohol in the day. Your skin sometimes, when people drink, their skin will get a little bit red. They get a little bit flush. Well, what happens when you drink alcohol, especially during the daytime? Is that little flushing? Whether it's Seen or not, um, makes your skin more susceptible and almost a thinning in a way. So the UV rays can get in. Something to switch to I know we're kind of getting out of summertime and into the fall and almost winter, but a watermelon is a great thing. And like citrus fruits, they're chock full of all these skin rejuvenating things like vitamin C, um, but they don't have that effect uh, that certain things, such as grapefruit or lemon, uh, that uh, citrusy effect of it making your skin more susceptible to the light. So the most important thing and the kind of takeaway with all this, and there's so much more, but we'll get into another time, is with your skin, it's important about what you put on it, but it's also important about what you take into. Every day we're exposed to so many chemicals and pollutants, and as simple as being in the shower, hot, hot water, as great as it feels, try to have lukewarm or just a little temperate warm. And actually the best thing to do for your skin before you get out of the shower, if you're able to risk it, rinse off your hair as well as your skin with cold water. That will hold the moisture in. Um, you may notice that if you have ever gotten your hair treated. Uh, sometimes they'll say, I'm rinsing your hair with cold water not to damage it. When The cold water holds in, sort of cl- it closes the pores, which will hold in the moisture. Same goes with your hair. And when you get out, put on a body oil followed with a lotion. That will help scale away, you know, Scale away the scales on your skin and keep your skin rich and moisture all season long. So for more information on us and the show, we want you to check out our websites. Go to be the are.org as well as starstyleradio.com.
1: Well, that was wonderful information, Heather. I loved how you segued from the concert into skin care and the only thing I want to add when it comes to skin care since it is our largest organ and so many things can happen is make sure no matter what to visit a dermatologist once a year at least and just have a full body checkup. insurance usually pays for it if you have insurance you might have a small uh, deductible of 15 or 25 dollars but it's worth it because um, a dermatologist can find any cancers or spots or moles uh, that are in your hair or between your toes or in places that you wouldn't see I saw my dermatologist yesterday I got an all clear and so I feel great I know that I'm on the right track so I want all of you to do the same thing so um, Heather a fabulous segment I'm so glad that you enjoyed the concert but now get well I'm sure you picked up a bug while you were there with that hundred thousand people yeah. <laughs> go For get sure. some sleep my dear and when we come back from break we'll go a bit into the garden and we're also going to talk about peace and quiet and some ways to create a calming zone for yourself and in your home stay with us I'm Cynthia Bryan and I'm Heather Brittany and you're listening to Star Style Be The Star You Are coming to you live on the Voice America Network we'll be right back Be
3: the star you are The star you
4: us on twitter for more great ideas at voice america empowerment are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting conference or organization internationally recognized keynote speaker and new york times best-selling author and lifestyle coach cynthia Bryan will bring her energetic expertise passionate professionalism and ebullient personality to your event hailed as an expert in lifestyle women's issues self-help personal balance 925-377-STAR and visit com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, com.
0: This business of show business is calling out to me
1: are critical for selling. Develop a skill set of asking your customer probing questions so that you can understand their needs. Although asking why is not necessarily recommended for sales effectiveness as it makes customers tense, remembering to ask who, what, when, and how seem to be great starting points for conversations. Reassure your buyers so that they understand that you have their best interests in mind and always be honest and work with integrity monopolize conversations. In fact, it's always better to stick with that 80-20 rule which is to let your customer do 80% of the talking while you listen attentively. Find out the feelings that the purchase will evoke by asking great questions and really listening to the answer. You may discover the facts that will earn you this or the job. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. Be
3: the star you are, the star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over 225 billion dollars. Visit our website at BeTheStarUR.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376-376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarUR.org. Dare to care.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling
1: out to me. Well, we are back, and we're going to talk about some good deeds and how to get you into the garden and how to be doing good deeds for yourself. There was a, was a great quote that kings and cabbages go back to compost, but good deeds stay green forever. Because gardening is really good for you. It rekindles our passions. It arouses our senses. It keeps us in shape. And it's really just a terrific activity for maintaining joint flexibility, flexibility, bone density, your range of motion, and most of all, your quality of life. And of course, uh, you, that you you want to ha- keep your skin good, so you're going to have to wear that sunscreen. And that means we have to garden wisely. And if we don't want to com- be complaining about aches and pains and bug bites and cuts and injuries, um, you know, of which I've had more than my share uh, <laughs> to last a, a lifetime, we really do have to garden smart. So, We want to do a good deed for ourselves and just heed some handy, healthy tips to keep you safer, uh, happy, and help your gardening experience. Now, if you're already a gardener, you really know the joys and the benefits. But for those who are about to begin, let's get ready for a strenuous workout with the music, the smells, and the tastes of nature. So how to get going. If you have any injuries or illnesses, like all activities, you want to consult your physician before beginning. Choose a time of day where you can dedicate at least an hour or so to the task because when it's just less than that, especially when you're beginning, you don't really get into the flow and there is a flow. There is like a Zen moment when you're out there, so you want to get into that. Wear a hat sunblock, gloves, and comfortable clothing. And you always wear that sunblock even if you don't see the sun out. Like Heather was saying, our, our skin is our largest organ and we want to take care of it. Warm up your body with a few stretches or a brisk walk before beginning. And despite your enthusiasm, pace your work and avoid being in the same position for extended periods. For example, if you are weeding, Switch to pruning after like 45 minutes. Uh, Use a hand truck to move large, heavy sacks and potted plants. You will find that that is really, really useful and important. Keep your feet on the ground when cutting limbs or harvesting fruit. Use a ladder only if you have to, and only use a ladder when you have a spotter. And I'm very bad at that. I tend to get on ladders thinking I'm going to be okay. But um, I've had friends and other people have ladder injuries. So really be careful with that. Use the best tools that are strong yet lightweight. Give your back a break. Too much twisting and bending can cause strain. So consider raised beds as an alternative if you experience back pain. Buy a wheelbarrow. It makes moving easier and saves so much time. If you like to kneel while planting or weeding, you have to use a styrofoam pad to protect your knees. Alternate sitting and kneeling. You can also purchase a rolling garden stool. Now shake it up, varying your chores to work your different muscles. So carrying, lifting, mowing, blowing, pruning, raking, sweeping, deadheading, digging, weeding, arranging. I mean, even when you're smelling the roses, they all activate different muscles and senses. Take frequent breaks to avoid stiffness or tightness. And one of the most important things is to drink plenty of water to rehydrate. And when we're talking about skin, Water is one of the most important things that you can drink, do is drink lots of water all day long. I usually put some tangerine or orange or lemon or some kind of citrus in it. So you can get fit and get gardening and get doing good deeds for yourself and these will last a lifetime. Now, increased health benefits. If you add these simple greens to your garden plot and if you're not gardening, at least add them to your diet and you're going to find a lot of health things. Dandelion greens. I know everyone considers dandelions weeds, but these weeds are so high in vitamin A. They're actually 10 times more than a serving of broccoli. The second is leeks. They're rich in vitamin B, folate, and they're from the onion family. They're a relative of the onion family. So they're heart healthy, and they help prevent blood clots. Arugula, this is my most favorite green, and arugula provides more nitrates than spinach or rhubarb, and it delivers this energizing oxygen for the rest of your body. Maybe arugula is my secret ingredient to my exuberant energy. I mean, I eat arugula every single day. I just put, I save the seeds from the plant. I'm actually getting ready to plant my winter arugula now. Now, bok choy, that is fantastic, great for bone health. Two cups of this crunchy green will deliver as much calcium as half a glass of milk, plus it gives you 80% of your daily requirement for vitamin K. So that is really, really an important one. Now, Swiss chard, that's a great source of blood-balancing nutrients. Uh, Swiss chard prevents blood sugar spikes and, um, and the dips, and it's also a top source of magnesium. So if you're somebody that likes that sugar in their coffee or, you know, likes that treat around 4 o'clock, uh, something that's a little sweet, if you eat some Swiss chard and keep that in your diet at least a few times a week, you're going to prevent that your blood sugar spikes and your dips. And, you know, speaking of having that 4 o'clock treat, it was interesting when I lived in Holland as a teenager – Four o'clock was the magic time. It was the magic hour, I guess, where literally everybody stopped, whether um, you are at home or after school or you were in a shop. And you had a cup of tea and usually one sweet, which would be a cookie or some people would have a piece of bread with jam and cheese on it. And I grew to love this uh, ritual so much. It didn't matter where I was, but we would come home from from school and we would have that that tea and, you know, that sweet. Or even if we were out traveling, people would stop in a shop and offer you a cup of tea. It was just lovely. And I've always tried to do something like that at four o'clock, have a cup of tea. So uh, here are some um, mid-month reminders that might really help you, you know, and we're going to lead right in to our peace and quiet and getting less chaos on in our life, is to relax and rejuvenate around a pond, a stream or a waterfall. If you don't have one of these water features in your garden or on your balcony, I would really encourage you to put a small, um, a small fountain or something so that you can hear that sound of water. There are actually studies that have been uh, done that when you hear that water, it, that's what makes you uh, feel more uh, peaceful and quiet. Protect your pets by knowing which plants are toxic to them, such as daffodil bulbs, hemlock, and oleander. And you can see a full list of the plants that would be toxic to any of your your pets that you have around if you go to ASPCA.com. I like creating mini herb gardens in window boxes or in strawberry pots. And these are especially great for people who have small areas that they want to garden. You can buy a four inch pot of sage lemon thyme, uh, basil and parsley for a really pretty aromatic edible display at several places you know uh, sometimes grocery stores I've even seen it at Trader Joe's for like two dollars for these pots and you can for ten dollars you can make this wonderful uh, window box that's filled with your herbs and it's just a great uh, mini garden. If you have a, a larger garden and you have magnolia or redwood trees, this would be a really good time to give them a good deep soaking because it's uh, summer is gone, fall is here, it's starting to cool down, but they're thirsty. And before the rains are going to be coming here in the West, they haven't yet. I know that poor East Coast is being bombarded and our hearts and thoughts go out to all of those people. But here in the West, we still need some deep soaking. Now, if you've had any cuts or burns or bites, uh, you can reduce redness after you have uh, endured any of these things. Or if maybe if you even had, you know, a sunburn, if that's yes, some way, is by... Planting a succulent aloe, you just cut off a piece of the spike. You squeeze out the anti-inflammatory and antiseptic gel and apply it directly to your skin. I was also just reading, although I have not experienced it yet, is that banana peels will do the same thing. Help reduce with the redness and soothe the the bites and the burns. Harvest time is here. Uh, We are harvesting Asian pears, apples. Of course, a uh, winter squash and pumpkins, eggplant as well. So keep that in mind. Uh, Halloween is around the corner. and uh, You can add to planters if you want to add something bright and beautiful. Try some Pelagonians. I love the maroon and the deep pink. And, you know, make your front porch a statement. Uh, allow people to see how, you know, to welcome them with a grouping of urns or pots planted with some, something that is a pretty annual and you can find simple things like pansies or um, or petunias or uh, verbena that lasts a long time right now at any of your garden centers. And again, sometimes just the grocery stores, and um, you can pull up a chair and watch the hummingbirds, you know, if you are have anything that have, uh, if you have lavender, or if you've planted sage, or any tubular plants, continue to compost all your vegetable and non-meat scraps, uh, because that's really important, and um. If you're still, we are still eating outdoors, which I'm really enjoying. So don't forget to set a pretty table outside. And again, do great deeds for yourself and stay healthy and enjoy this October. That's a really important thing to do. So I want to just end our show with some calming, mindful ways to live to help you um, stop the chatter and the chaos and bring a little bit of peace and quiet to yourself and to your home. And so some of these things have to do with being in your home. Now, the first thing is just to close your eyes and to imagine the place where you are more, you know, the most relaxed. For me, it's lying on a beach, whether it's at a lake or at the ocean. But for me, I have to have water around me. For other people, it might be hiking in the mountains or, you know, it just may be a drive through the redwoods or, or being out in the serenity of the desert. Whatever it is that will bring some peace and serenity to your space, you want to think about that and then bring that into where you are. For example, I always have some seashells around just to remind me about the ocean. I actually have the sounds of the ocean on a sound machine in here in my office. And that helps me. But you could just have a glass, a jar of seashells. You could have pine cones from the mountains. Uh, You could also have a, I have also on my deck, because I do think the desert is so beautiful, is, you know, a cactus in a small pot that you might have gotten there. Whatever that sparks that feeling of peacefulness to you, Bring a little bit of it into your space, something that reminds you of your happy place. The next thing is hang a print or um, transfer some lettering onto your wall that has a motivational saying that's going to make you smile or remind you to be thankful of your goals in life. And I'm noticing lots of those in stores right now. You can actually buy wooden pieces you know of live love laugh or you know live your dreams or something like that but you don't have to do it you could make something yourself and frame it and then as you walk by you're going to begin to connect with your aspirations and the calmness that you desire and it's all going to happen in an unconscious level but you're doing it in a conscious way so think about that because i think you're going to find it incredibly helpful to your your well-being the next thing is go green to be serene. Bring nature indoors. That will invite that tranquility into your home, and it's also going to keep you healthy. You can bring in uh, palms. I'm looking at my desk right now. I have a pot that I've put in a big copper pot, and it's filled with a variety of different palms because, again, I like beaches. I think about Hawaii or Hawaii or the Caribbean, and it doesn't take much water, and it's just really, really pretty, and I've combined it with some pathos that just keeps kind of twirling around and some feathers that the turkeys have dropped, and so that's kind of fun. So bring that in, and also remember that uh, indoor plants cleanse your house by removing toxic chemicals in the air, so that's an important one. You, when it comes to lighting, you don't want harsh lighting in a place where you want to be tranquil. So you might want to have a, a floor lamp with some dimmable you know, uh, light bulbs, and that will be helpful. So to delineate a specific space as a tranquil uh, zone, maybe have just an overarching lamp. I have that just while here I'm on the radio. Now, color therapy is something that is also used to help you relax. And again, I think prints of nature, flowers and leaves, but if you have a favorite color, make sure that you have a pillow or a throw or something like that in the room where you want to feel peace, and you might, you might even want to designate a special area or a special room. Uh, again, it doesn't have to be big, but it should be something that is going to make you feel good. Any items that you like to curl up with, whether it is a, um, you know, a blanket, um, should, or maybe just, you know, even a pillow or a chair, it should feel luxurious. You know, you might want to have a faux fur. Or something that an upholstered chair that just feels comfy and that you can sit in and just go, ooh. Or maybe you just have a throw rug. And um, uh, the other thing is to have a, a place of your meditation corner, your calming space. Get rid of the technology. Get rid of the phones. Unplug yourself. Don't have your tablet or your television. That is not a meditative Uh, chaos free space so unplug yourself remember we have to do that from time to time because um, all this technology as much as it helps us it really stresses us out and news today is very upsetting so anything else that might upset your peace of mind you want to get rid of it so just please remember to do that and then uh, the last thing that it could be helpful is just to find a very fresh perspective. Remember that the words that you use determine how successful and how happy you're going to be. So love who you are. Say that you're going to just ace your next challenge. Not that you're going to try to, rather than thinking I have to do my, you know, my workout, tell yourself I love doing it. And, you know, you don't want to say, I don't quit, not, I, I mean, you want to say, I don't quit. You don't want to say, I can't quit. Remember to swap out your language um, for more motivation because you don't want to uh, sap your struggles, empower yourself, and, and you want to be able to uh, flex your talents. So this will all psych you up and hopefully it will eliminate some of the chaos and uh, the emotional health risks that you have. If you are arguing with your partner, I just want you to encourage you to take a step back and consider what needs your mate may believe um, that you need to tune into because it's likely one of you is feeling a little out of control or neglected. So talk things out. Have compassion and give more attention. When you have a large project looming, again, take a deep breath, think through it, pause, take a mental break. And if you're overwhelmed with family tasks, as I have been lately since the death of my mom, sometimes it's just helpful to be honest with those around you and say, hey, I need a break. I need some time for myself. And make sure to take it. So that's our show for today. I hope you've had as much fun and feel as empowered as I do. Get healthy, get happy, take care of yourself and attend to your emotional needs. So thank you for being great listeners and being here every Wednesday with me from 4 to 5 p.m. on Voice America. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. You can change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style, visit CynthiaBryan.com. For information about our charity be the star you org and don't forget to look at all the different descriptions and photos and blogs and everything that we have at our radio site which also has information about our um, our sister teen show, Express Yourself Teen Radio. That's at StarStyleRadio.com. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. So see beyond your physical being. Know that you are the star you dreamed of becoming. And until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins kindness always prevails and smiles will keep us happy i am cynthia bryan i thank you for being with you and i encourage you to be the star you are i'll be here next wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m pacific and i hope you'll join me until then be happy be calm and be kind to yourself
3: be the star you are the star you